Hello, hello, and welcome to Mimosas with my besties. I am Erin, and I want to welcome you to our podcast for season three. Yay! Yay! Here at Mimosas with my besties, I shoot the shit with my best friends over drinks during brunch. We check in with one another, we reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, and speak from the heart. Our overall goal is to laugh, inspire one another, and leave each chat with a warm heart, and we truly hope that you do so as well. So with all that said, let's meet my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Siobhan. My pronouns are she and her. I am 34. Uh, Fun fact about me, one, or facts, one foodie for life. Uh, Two, I can (laughs) generally make metaphors about self, life, other things revolve around food because food is just like a common denominator in my life. Um, And... Yes, which is why we are very close. I mean, not the only reason why we're very close. Right. It's a great common denominator. Like, if you don't really like food or aren't really into it, it's going to be hard for us to connect on, like, a soul level, you know? What about you, hon? Well, like I said before, my name is Erin. My pronouns are they and she. I am 34 years old. Um, Some fun facts about me that uh, some nobody's heard. I don't know. I'm trying to think of ones I haven't said before. Right. Um, cause we've, cause we share so much, you know, on season one <laughs> and season two. Um, but let's see what's new for season three. Um, I'm obsessed with heist films. I like oceans 11, not oceans 12. That movie is trash. Um, <laughs> oceans 13 and oceans eight, um, are some of my like comfort movies, but I've watched Ocean's Eleven almost every single week since 2001. I could do a um, dramatic interpretation for you sometime of it, of the entire film, but you know, we'll make an entire episode about that. Um, anyways, um, so, and for those who are new, um, since the beginning of season three, we would figured we'd share like how we know each other, Siobhan, if you want to like take over that story. Absolutely. It was four scores and three. (laughs) Um, It was freshman year. It was very early into freshman year, maybe October. If that, well, it had to be October because school started late August, September, October, fall of Mm -hmm. 2005. It seems so long ago. Uh, it's we had a long ago. It's a teenager a, ago. It is a whole teenager ago, a whole stomp and roll your eyes, slam door teenager. Um, we were on our way to a lab in the woods, uh, conducted said lab and we're heading on back. Uh, the TAs had to do a head count. And one thing that sometimes Siobhan, fun fact, Siobhan will talk about herself in the third person. Um, not to be misconstrued with the fact of the whole uh, recent debacle with a relationship expert. I've been doing this before that situation occurred. Uh, But when Siobhan made it to the lab, Siobhan did not have a seat. Uh, So on the way back, Siobhan was making sure Siobhan had a seat. And as such, the first seat (laughs) that was there uh, was available. And that is where Siobhan promptly sat her tail. Uh, So when they TAs did their head count, they realized they were one off. And this said TA mm. Uh, mm. instantly realized when they did the count that someone was missing. And uh, he promptly Who was jetted missing? out, promptly jetted out to find Jetty. her and uh, came back a little while later, um, both a little flushed. His little ponytail was whiplash and... 
the chair right next to me was available, lo and behold. And so, of course, we need water. We need this. We had someone, fortunately, who was on the bus who was a medic or EMT. And so he was able to check pulse. EMT or something? Yeah. Right. He was something of the medical field professionally at that particular point in his life um, to be as alleged and vague as possible. Uh, People, we need water, water bottles and other uh, liquid containing features were thrust upon her so that um, something was given (laughs) to hydrate her. And the determination was she's fine, a little dehydrated. Um, She needs some rest. Uh, but she should be okay. And we all promptly left said uh, Woods for another date and time. Um, <laughs> but uh, when we were on our way back, they were like, hey. I was the one missing. I don't know if we established yes, that. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm the it, one that was missing. Aaron was the one missing. Aaron was the one who promptly sat her tail next to my tail at the front of the bus. Um, <laughs> and on the way back, as they're realizing, okay, TAs are probably thinking, how would you explain this to the professor slash the school? Like, what paperwork would you have to fill out to say, I don't know where they went. They're they're just gone. Um, Asked me, hey, could you just, like, walk her back to her dorm real quick? Sure. Not a problem. Not a big deal. And found out that you were right there by the bus stop. Um, So walked you to your dorm. Promptly made sure that you were made sure you were hydrated you were comfortable everything was okay and then said but lock the door though um because another fun fact yeah, siobhan is like, from lock the door yeah the way my new york city is set up um we're just not out here with unlocked doors uh so made sure the door was locked and i made my way back um to the mount uh <laughs> and i think and that was and that's fucking history yeah, I think that was it. You know how certain things in life are memories are cast like in sand. Sometimes they're like cast in stone. Ours is like in some, I don't know, marble somewhere in the great halls of best friendhood. Just forged. Um, in, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's forged right there in beautiful marble. It's it's like sometimes you don't remember how you met somebody. Like you're like, wait, did I meet you through that person at the bar or like, didn't we do that? Do we have a class together? And then you remember, I actually had a class with you before. And then you're like, wait, I knew you before. No, there are friendships where you know the fucking second that you met that person in your life and that memory. And hopefully it's not a traumatic one. My, you know, mild, a mild trauma. Lower Um, cat, lower, yeah, lowercase T, you know, lowercase T uh, trauma. Um, And because those are usually ones you remember in your your head. Um, But it's always nice when, for all my current best friends right now, except for Amber, because she's again been in my life since before I had memories, um, <laughs> diapers, <laughs> you know. Uh, every other best friend in my life, I know the moment we met, mm-hmm. and for some best friends, we have the written first conversation that we've ever had. Hey. Um, uh, you know, shout out to the Sagittarius in my life, uh. <laughs> I have the exact first message I ever sent them and our entire conversation the very first day we met. Um, but yeah, with that, with that, the little T trauma has caused me. So that is, that is one of, I wouldn't say many multitude, you know, more than one, which is always too, one too many of times where it wasn't great that I was in the woods and might have gotten lost. I have, and I will stick to this, a great sense of direction. Mm-hmm. I am, 
I stand by that. I stand by that. But when I get overwhelmed or there's a lot of stimuli happening, my wires get crossed in my brain and thus shit gets murky. So understandable. You're at college the first time. You're on your first like uh, lab, which I believe we were doing diameter at breast height. I'm using tools mm-hmm. I've never used before. Mm-hmm. I'm around people I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not comfortable. I'm like, who are these like people? You know, our college people were nice, but they were also like, eh, you know, uh, stick with their like the people they're comfortable with. Needless to yes. say, um, I turn around because I get huffed because I'm so hot and we're hiking and I wore the right. wrong clothes and the wrong shoes. And when you're not prepared, you just get overwhelmed. All the things. All of a sudden, I'm lost. And now everybody's gone and I'm terrified. So that's like one instance it happened. Second instance, I am working for an environmental state thing. <laughs> I don't want to say the, the exact right. institution. Um, and it's a camp and it's an education camp. And we're out with the kids hiking overnight. Um, and the previous night I couldn't get the fire started cause everything was wet and we had to go to the camp next door that our, our, our coworkers next door at the other camp and cook with them. So I'm already like overwhelmed because I just failed kids who needed me not. to make them dinner. You did not. And I couldn't start a fire to make fucking mac and cheese. And so we had to walk a quarter mile to the next campsite where our other coworkers were with their kids and eat dinner with them. So I already have this anxiety. I finally get everybody settled. So the next day we wake up and we're about to go hiking. And then we get to a really rocky part. And I'm taking up the rear. I always take up the rear because I tend to walk a little slower because I just like that's how that's my gate. That's what I do. And plus, I just like seeing everybody. I like to see where everybody is and be the watcher and protector. Well, um, nobody was protecting me or watching me. I didn't have a watcher or a protector. Um, so then all of a sudden, I so the kids are far ahead because um, I had to I had to pick up something or I don't remember. I don't remember how I got far behind. Needless to say, I fell down a hill. What? I twisted my ankle. I got a concussion. What? Next thing I know, I wake up. And I, my arms dislocated. What? Yes. And I don't know where I am. I don't know where I am. And I'm like, I'm in the woods. I can see him in the woods. Also, everything's blurry because my glasses aren't on my face. But I'm so out of it that I'm like, why can't I fucking see? Um, and so thankfully, I have the ranger radio on me, which is an emergency radio that goes straight to the ranger of the part of the, like the whole area, as well as goes to our camp. So somehow in my... I don't remember my code. Like, I can't remember what my code name is. So I just said, um, this is Aaron. I don't know where I am. Like, that's literally what I go on the radio. And so the ranger comes over and goes, who is this? And I'm like, I work for camp, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think I fell. I'm pretty sure my arm is dislocated. I don't know where I am. Uh, think I, what I, and I'm like, apparently talking like nonsense. Find me. I, someone, I'm like, help, help me. And then, the people on the radio at my camp come up and go, Aaron, we're, we've been like, you've been gone for a while. Wow. <laughs> we've been running trails. So when a, when a camper goes missing, a person goes missing, the last place you saw them, you start running trails around it. So individual mm-hmm. other camp uh, staff members start running trails. So everyone was running the trails, like literally mm-hmm. running them. Um, and I'm like, I think I see the color red. It turns out it was orange, but whatever. Um, they finally run that trail. And between that, I had passed out again um, because I had slammed my o- shoulder back in. Mm. Like on purpose? Um, on purpose. 
So you're like one hurt. of those people. So, like, yeah, I, I could pop it back in. I also pull my um, sleeping bag out of my pack because I'm freezing at this point, And I know I'm going to get close to hypothermia, even though the sun is out. But it doesn't matter because the sun's not touching me. So I'm going into shock. I'm like pulling my sleeping bag over me. I'm, they're trying to keep me talking on the radio. I don't know how many hours go by. I don't know the time frame. I know the sun moves. Um, finally, the person who finds me is the is the other uh, staff member who I've had the most conflict with all summer. Mm. I'm like, of course. It's mm. the person who, like, we don't get along. But they are worried, but so happy to see me. They're taking care of me. They're, like, pulling leaves off of me. They get me set up a little bit better. They check my head. Finally, the other staff member runs to me. The ranger gets to me. They can't bring a helicopter in because it's the forest. So they have a, a gator. Mm-hmm. And what I have to do to get out of the forest is with my – and so my leg – my uh, ankle's twisted too. So with my one mm-hmm. good arm and one good leg, it's basically like a mini um, – I don't know if you've seen a gator before, but it's got an open back. Mm-hmm. It's like a golf cart with an open back. Mm-hmm. So my one good arm and my one good leg is um, wedging me in the back of the gator while I have my arm wrapped and my other leg wrapped. And the mm-hmm. two staff members are running behind it so I don't fall out. Right. And in my head, I'm like, oh, in this state, I'm supposed to keep myself wedged in the back of a gator. So when you hit the hills, I don't slip out. Right, you don't fly out. Right. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all like in and out blurry. Like I don't have some details, but I do remember almost peeing myself in the ambulance because the really, really hot EMT pumped me full of morphine and um, uh, everything got fluids. Relaxed. And everything got relaxed. And I was like, I can't. He's like, I have a bedpan. I'm like, you're too hot. Um, I'm not going to pee in front of you. Right. started laughing. So all that to say, I have a little bit of trauma when it comes to hiking in the woods by myself. Although that did work out. um, Stuff just, it's, I have a little bit of trauma and I love hiking. So um, I I decided this year I was going to take it back again um, and stop allowing kind of this activation within me, knowing that those are very special circumstances that caused me to become lost in the woods. Um, So you and I, we went hiking. Right. I would like to just pause. Yeah. Before we segue. Um, That is a capital T trauma. Uh, (laughs) And one, two, not that I'm labeling your traumas because you might label it differently. No, it's a capital Uh, T. But uh, two, that is the first time I've heard that story. Bullshit. Bullshit. 2008. I've never told. Oh, 2008 was the year I decided, you know, that's why you never heard about it. 2008 was the year. This is the first time I've heard about this. We are a whole teenager. You might have said you might have gotten hurt or something. But this does not bookmark in my memory. First time I heard it, capital T trauma. I want to ask, are you okay? But obviously, um, this is beyond eight years. It's all uh, almost like, wow. I'm still over here riding the roller coaster, experiencing the whiplash. Um, but I, I will unpause and hit play so we can go back into like the- 11 years ago? Yeah. It, I just feel as if I, was, I wasn't ready. And so I'm in lowercase trauma for you <laughs> for being in trauma- way back when I that is a story to tell which puts this next story into context for me um so yeah I can't believe you didn't know that 
But yeah, if you so basically, you saw me, you, you popped your shoulder harder, back yeah. in, like you're part of, like you popped your shoulder, like one of you in remember, those you TV knew shows. Could, you knew I used to be. I've you known you've had trick. No, I've known you could move it in ways that wasn't quote unquote normal, but I uh, thought that was from previous for the soft, shoulder. Yeah, right. That I thought that was because of like um, softball and just being able to have all these different things go on from your history. Like, oh, yeah. As a result of that, I can now do this like one of those like double jointed kind of things. But for you, it was your shoulder. Oh, that no. was my understanding. My shoulder used to fall out in the middle of the night for years. Like when I was young, I used to wake up with it popped out. Yeah. Yeah. In my so, head, I'm just they're seeing just loose weak. Arm. So that's why it's. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just seeing loose arm, like from the whole socket down, like dangly, like it just in my head. My no, no, my no. brain no, no, no. looks in no, pictures. No, no, no. It doesn't, it doesn't, hey, we're not going to get into detail. This isn't a right. medical <laughs> fucking podcast. Right. I don't, sorry, I'm going to have to put a fucking content advisory in this area. By the it's, way, medical stuff is discussed because Siobhan just will not stop. Um, right. I'm, we're going to move off of images. it. We're going to hit you just play. Get, you just get so I see in images. <laughs> right. Okay. Other fun fact. I see, I see things and I have to describe them for other people so you can see what I see as best as possible. Um. Just in my head is just loose, right? In my head is loose, and the fact that um, that's a thing, um, let alone a whole concussion. So it means your brain was over here taking a whole joyride, um, and your ankle is out here trying to figure out well, which way is right. Um, I can only imagine all of the things, and then waking up to wait, what the? Um, I'm just riding the roller coaster of what I would imagine it would be like to be in your shoe. Um, it was a lot. I am happy you're okay. I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm to- <laughs> I love you too. I'm almost. I'm so sorry. That's the first time you heard that story. Um, it, but yeah, that was part. a part of the reason why hiking, hiking, you know, would be scary because I got super lost yeah. in the woods one for an extended period of time, and I got hurt. And so the thought of hiking by myself or hike, and then the thought that I could possibly get us lost. But anyway, Siobhan, if you want to share the story and then I'll pop in and out. Yeah, no, this completely puts everything in context. Uh, Aaron came down to visit me and we decided, oh, let's go out and be outdoors and let's go on a trail. So I decided to look Separate for relatively- from people. Like- right, yes. Yeah, we're not out here doing a whole marathon on a trail together. Um so and not we, around thousands of people, like isolated. Yeah, no, and not even like some heavy duty. Like, no. I don't know what color code you would have for like a crazy advanced uh, hike. Um, we're looking for something basic and easy, something for fun and outdoorsiness, and maybe a great scenic um, aesthetic, right? Uh, so yeah. I think I find the the place where we're gonna go. Well, technically, I do find it, but I'm thinking, oh, yeah, they say it's this. And the comments say that, like, easy, beautiful, great waterfront, people are nice, la, 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 la. Um, so we go on the hike. But for me, the the map showed it's a big circle. So I wasn't really all that concerned because I figured we'd get back to the other part of the circle eventually. Uh and we commence on this hike and we get to like the little fork in the road. It's like, well, do we go left or right? And it's like, oh, we go left. And so we proceeded left. Um, no big deal. Well, I Ex- looked at the map 
I looked at the map. I pulled the map up and I thought I oriented us correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember that part. I remember that part. Because the and other I issue like, okay, is surface I th- is kind of wonky out here. To think you would have to use your phone yeah. to look at a map, but said map would be wonky because you have <laughs> issues with internet. Because why would you need cell phone towers in the trees? We haven't gotten that far yet. We haven't gotten that far yet. And, you know, I always like to have cell service when I'm in the woods. Like, or a way to communicate to somebody safe. <laughs> right. Valid. Yeah, valid. So, yep, you did look at the map. Um, and we decided to go left. And um, I don't know why it took us so long to realize this, but it's like, wow, this is really hilly this way. And as we're walking, as we're going our way, there are people coming the other way. Still not really picking it up until we came like maybe mid halfway through and we're looking at the map. It's like halfway through. We're going backwards on the trail. So we're going all the uphill, (laughs) all the downhills. Now, technically on trails, is there really a a way to go backwards up and down not really because trails right. are trails now subjective yep you it's subjective which you can really start at the beginning or end at the top like it doesn't really matter but <clears throat> you can tell on this trail when it was rated mm-hmm. it was rated for you to start literally from the right and go to the left because of the way the goddamn hills were <laughs> because you went from left to right <laughs> you were walking up the hills instead of walking down the hills which is yes. a whole different cardio experience it is and on top of that there was a lot of trails that then got into much higher distinctions and levels and harder levels that um branched off of this one and so Mm -hmm. i kept having to check the map to make sure we weren't getting super fucked um Mm -hmm. and then also trees the, the markers are supposed to be on the trees and they're supposed to be a certain distance apart like you should see from one marker you know give or take to another one um, but that's not true all the time. Sometimes you have to walk a while to see the marker, but that's how you get lost. So I'm constantly trying to be in the moment in the forest with Siobhan, but then also mm-hmm. be like, are we walking the right trail? Are we on? And then we get to a point where there's like a five branching off and I have to walk <laughs> each one a little bit and try to figure out which one's the the lavender one we're supposed to be on. Needless yeah. to say, it was fun. Um, I felt lost for about, I want to say, 20 minutes of the hike and hoping and pr- And I was like, you know, we can still see the water. Mm-hmm. My plan was to turn around and go back because at least I knew what we were backwards. Mm-hmm. That was my out plan the whole way. But I wanted to push forward and challenge my fears to say, we can't get that lost because this is a goddamn like public hiking place. People are going to pass us. And there, and when I was looking at the map, I was like, there's no one. There's like a three mile one is the longest one. If we get lost on the three mile one, eventually it, it ends somewhere. And there's a residential place over there. If we end up in someone's backyard, whatever, I hop a fucking fence. We get the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was my plan. But thankfully, by the grace of all the universes, mm-hmm. you know, going back and like guiding us and me, you know, reflecting on the fact that I know how to read a map. Yes. Um, and Siobhan and I just joking the whole time. Uh, and literally at one point, just letting it go. We got through the entire loop on the right, on the right trail. Um, yeah. But there are moments there. I was like, Siobhan, we're lost. And you kept saying we're not. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. I'm the person with the map telling you, I'm not sure where the fuck we are. That is the definition of lost. <laughs> 
Yeah, in my head, I don't feel, I feel like, you know, when you're lost, you like feel it in your gut. And I guess because I trusted you and I felt like, yeah, no, this seems about the way we should be going. Um, I wasn't concerned at all. And it, it does put some things into context now that you shared that story, why you were so concerned. Like, no, we're fine. We're not lost. We're good. We're just continuing to follow the trail. Like this trail, like in my head, the trail was a circle. So in my head, I was just like orienting myself along the circle. I was like, yeah, no, this one seems right. Like that point where it was like, where do we go? I, like, I think we're fine this way because there was a family who came from another part of the trail. Um, it's like, huh. Where did the where they came from? No, let's stick to what feels right. And that's the one we rode. We rode. That's the one we traveled on. And we had a blasty we blast. We had a blasty blast. Oh, it was a blasty blast. It was just also like a, you know, emotionally challenging thing to just be like, you're it's okay. Like, first of all, you staying calm, smartest thing you ever did. Um, because if you started getting worried and then I started getting worried, and then I started like firing off in my brain, I'd have been like, and this is how we die. <laughs> That would not, um, man, never happen because what can't happen is the one black girl. So you're telling me in the news, like in the news, as much as I don't care about what it looks like and I am being black is not a monolith. Uh, but what I can't have happen is, yeah, so the black girl was out on the hiking trail and she got lost. And then like, you know, the dum dum, like, and then that was the end. Like, that's when it takes the turn in the story. I can't have that be my story. Um just for the culture. Oh, no, we can't have Just for the culture. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't be the trans non-binary person up there with right. my black best friend getting her law. Like we can't, that's horrible yeah. optics. I refuse. Yeah. It just, it's not going to look good on paper. It's not going to look good on paper. Mm-mm. So, um, no, it wouldn't have been a problem. We would have figured it out. We would have absolutely figured it out. But yeah, no, generally, well, you know, my MO is generally calm anyway. I don't really get excitable depending upon food and other maybe extenuating, extenuating circumstances. My my baseline is not like <laughs> excitable. Um, so in my head, I think like would when you people get all excited. Would you define me as excitable? Oh, absolutely. There are certain things I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like that's just you are emotive. Um, whereas I'm like, Oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Like it just, and not like in a sarcastic (laughs) way, but just like exciting things. I might talk faster to express excitement, but I generally don't get more animated and emotive in my excitement. It's like, Oh wow. And then, and then, and like talking like six from blossom is my excitement versus most people I know their emotions get higher and maybe their voice gets a higher pitch and they're more animated in their movement to express excitement. But for me, it's just like, yeah, no, I'll just talk faster than my New York talk. Um, and that's pretty much where it goes, but yeah, no, I would like to, um, posthumously bestow you with the crown of reclaim my enjoyment of nature and hiking um, (laughs) because it changes the whole game. And I'm sorry I wasn't there to completely understand why you were concerned at the level you Hmm. were concerned. Um, Puts it in hindsight, but worked out the way I didn't know. You didn't know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, completely. Huh. That that might explain it. That absolutely might explain it. I felt like I was on a roller coaster watching you third person, like on the other side, like, oh my gosh, like eating popcorn as you're telling the story. Like, is this going to happen? What's going to happen next? So yeah, no, completely understand it. Take the whole crown. Um, 
streamers. It does feel paper, good. not paper glitter, confetti, um, all the things. There you go. Congratulations for you reclaiming your enjoyment of nature via hiking. Thank you. You're so kind. I really appreciate <laughs> that. I would like a crown, though, in real life. So if we could get me a crown. You can do um, like a party city or I would something. like that. No, but your sister might no, be no, no. better. See, I my what? Your sister might be better at that, like actually making. Oh, a real... having my sister make a real crown. Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll have her make a crown. Yeah, but speaking of kindness, um, one of the topics I wanted us to touch uh, base on for our first, you know, episode back for season three mm-hmm. is c- the thought of kind, like the concept of kindness. Like, what is the kindest thing anyone's ever done for you, or like, what's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for you like what is that memory that you have that you're like yeah that is like the kindest thing anyone has ever done for me the first time when we talked about this pre Mm -hmm. this the first story that popped up in my head was you and your dad coming to pick me up or meet me so we can get to the The place the lake yeah um because i don't think i realized how far you had to go out of your way to then go right back the other way and it didn't it wasn't even like there while we were there it's like oh thank you for picking me up like i'm so appreciative and then mom like having things like that in and of itself i was appreciative of but i don't think i i know i did know the geography of the whole (laughs) v-shape you made the whole V shape you made to get us to where we had to go because I can't even remember where we met. Was it Albany? We met some Albany. It was some. I was going to say some Albany. town, some small town here um, to uh, Albany, Albany, and then straight up. Right. So it, was it was some whole cosine um, sign. Uh, it was like it was more like an. Up, is this way? Is this obtuse? Obtuse. Which one's acute? The, is the, the smaller. Yeah, I did it. So it was an acute angle, but it was an ex- it was an extensive <laughs> acute so angle. Like the gas alone, um, in my head, let alone the mm-hmm. mileage and the as, as an adult. Because back then I didn't have a car yet, so it didn't really hit me all the things you just get in a car and let your parent drive. But now as an adult, thinking yeah. that you put for somebody, I mean, granted, we at this point I feel as if we would have considered each other best friends because it was summer of '06. But the summer of 06, absolutely. Yeah. But in my head, it's like, yeah, but we're still, we're cool. But are we cool, cool? It hit me years later to think when I saw the map, like, oh, no, we really cool. Because you drove way out of your way <laughs> to come pick me up and then uh, just, like, take us to the lake. Um it, I was very appreciative. So that is when you said that that was the first thing that came into my head of a kind gesture Aww. because you absolutely didn't have to. Um, it Just a thing. Uh, as it relates to other kind or thoughtful gestures, I didn't have any other ones because that was the first one that came in my head. I was like, yeah, no, this is kind of where we're going to go. So guys, that was pretty much the story. That's so sweet. They went way out of their way to come pick That's me so up. That's so sweet. And then cover well you guys are so sweet um to then cover and transport me out to the lake and um take us away from civilization so first of all selfishly i wasn't showing up to that place by myself selfishly (laughs) wasn't going to show up by myself let's just be completely and utterly honest we were required to go into the woods 
and take a rando boat into this this yes. island because that's the only that way that you can only it. access via a boat. It was like freshman year all over again, where you got to go sp- spend three weeks with e- people you don't know. Like you're ta- trying to talk to everybody at school. Like, are you doing the lake this summer? Are you doing the lake this summer? Yeah, I don't know. Right. You know, we got to coordinate. Yeah, we're we gotta do, do, are you right. doing session one or two? Like we got to coordinate. Yes. And then Manny wasn't going to gonna do till session two. And I was like, oh, so we're separating us. Uh, the three right. best friends. We're separating. Oh my right. God. Um. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not showing up there by myself. So selfishly that was like of course we're going to do it and then you would talk to your mom and then you came back to us and was like hey if we can like legitimately actually help me get there and i was like oh we absolutely can are you kidding me of course because yes i don't have to show up by myself then because the other thing was going to be like (laughs) to meet you at that area where they tell us to meet and then i was just going to wait there till you got there and then actually go there together but then the Mm -hmm. thought of being on a road trip with you for like four hours duh what yeah. do I love? Road trips. Yeah. No. So like, completely didn't I'm it. so happy it was a kind thing for us to do for you, but know that it came from a place of, of course, I'm going to support my best friend. Yeah. In addition to, yay, I don't have to ride in the car with my parents for four hours by myself. <laughs> and I don't have to show up to this place by myself. I actually have like a support. And right. we, we can, we're literally in this together from way before having to even engage in this entire this experience right i don't think i thought about it that deeply at the time but like oh yeah no i it it hit me initially hence the whole thank you i'm so appreciative and mom making the whole mosquito net thing for the bed like all the different little gestures and like the little care package she made for me Um, just, oh my gosh, wow, I didn't even know I needed because this isn't what I do because the Girl Scout camp was really only for the weekend and we were in the cabin and already had all the things we needed. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have to think about all the things. I mean, they give you a list, but it's like, well, do you really need wool socks? Can I just get like thick cotton socks? Like, do I really need these kind of boots? Can I just like use sneakers that have traction on them? Like all the things the city oh, no. me didn't know coming into this thing that you mom the whole family kind of like helped to add on enhance my uh experience with um greatly appreciated greatly appreciated i mean it's not like we weren't best friends but at that point again like oh we cool cool yeah marble in the hall we're cool right in the hall there there are moments in friendships where you're like you like level up or whatever. And like, you have that realization that you're like, Oh, we're like, right. Deepening our relationship as friends. And again, a lot of my best friends, I can remember a lot of those moments of when like, Mm -hmm. Oh, we're best. Like, that's my best friend. Like, that's my friend that I, that's, that's my best friend. Like my best friend. That's my best friend. Like, and I like reflecting on those moments when I'm in mo- when I'm having like difficulty with feeling anchored into my friendships or mm. just difficulty emotionally with feeling connected to people in general or feeling mm-hmm. just isolated. I like to think of those moments that I'm like, no, no, no. The liar in your brain is telling you that people don't care about you right now. One, maybe you need to mm-hmm. sleep and grab some food to uh, remember those things. Mm-hmm accurately if you can't get one of your best friends on the phone which most of the time i can um Mm -hmm. 
and then be anchored again in that friendship. But those are those level up moments when you're like, oh yeah, right. no, this is the next quote unquote level. This is the deepening of our friendship. This is right. when I realized, and then I like to reflect at least with the Sagittarius in my life, because it's such a recent like deep mm-hmm. friendship. I can reflect on those moments so vividly right now from the moment we started messaging with each other in July of last year to the moment I met them in person to mm-hmm. the moment they were in crisis to a moment I was in crisis. To, like, and those are all, and, and just moments of like short conversations where like, no, yeah, I will show up in a heartbeat to help you move in the middle of a pandemic because nobody mm-hmm. else is there. Right. You know? Um Absolutely. It's incredible to be able to have those moments of reflection. And then with the, you know, the whole teenager relationship that we have, um, mm-hmm. I can still reflect on those moments. Right. I, a couple of them in my brain. Um, right. And be like, oh, shit. Like, who were we before? Like, what would our relationship look like before then? Again, with the Sagittarius, I can be like, we were totally different people in July. Not only for ourselves, but just like mm-hmm. for ourselves in the relationship, but as individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see how we interact now is just completely different than it was four months ago, what it was six months ago, what it was almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But like for us, we can look and look at those pictures and be like, we were babies. Especially for me, who doesn't even like pictures in the first place, looking at like our trio picture completely like, oh my gosh, we were like, infants. Like I thought I knew what friendship was. Like at that moment, I thought I knew what friendship was. Right. Right. At the time, that was my definition of friendship. But like if if only if only younger Aaron really knew the richness and the depth of friendship that you would have with these two people 16 years down the line. Mm -hmm. Mm Because who can really think that far ahead? Right. Who can? No, Um, it's crazy. Yeah, so the nicest that. thing, um, so the nicest thing that someone's ever done with me, I started going more recent because I can think of a multitude of things from across different eras in my lifetime that is like the kindest thing that someone ever did, kind of in that era of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized how large of a question this was to think, what is the kindest thing anyone has ever done for you? And I guess that question can change really depending on the day, on like mm-hmm. and where you are reflecting in your life. Like, what part of my life am I reflecting on today? Um, right. But I really just want to think of the most recent one, which is my birthday from this year. Um, Zoom parties are weird. They can be very <laughs> awkward, like especially when you're getting together people, again, from different eras of my lifetime. There are people who are on that call who mm-hmm. would normally never, ever meet. No way they would ever be in the same, like be able to see each other's faces or talk or ever share space and time together mm-hmm. because they just are in different parts of my life that you know, a lot of people from like the extended parts of my life don't really make trips to Rochester Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason it is. Um, It's like you and Manny come and visit. And then like occasionally like my big from my sorority would visit or my little would visit, but like not a lot of other people outside of that. Um, So there are people who would never, ever meet. So even if I would invite them to like my in-person party that, you know, cause I would always have big, you know, you know, medium blowout birthday mm-hmm. parties. Um, it would just mostly be people in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so having the people from different eras of my lifetime show up on this Zoom call in the middle of a, pa- a panini, in a panel- <laughs> panoramagram, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in a pandemic, 
and like it not be, I didn't think it was that awkward. Like it was incredible. The exchange of energy, it was so kind for everybody to show up. And then literally it was supposed to be like karaoke was supposed to have, like I had activities planned, but knowing that I would just go with the flow because it's a fucking zoom party. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, people have zoom fatigue. We've been doing zoom for almost a year now and it's so stressful. And so people took time out of their day to literally share stories about me and pour into me for like the party started, I want to say at six or something. And although people dropped out around, like most people left around nine, you and like Amber and my sorority sister and my, my big, um, and stayed on till 11 o'clock at night. And we Mm -hmm. just shot the shit and shared stories and bonded. And that is honestly one of the best parties I've ever had. And just feeling people's love and appreciation towards me and hearing it. um, Because I'm not going to lie. People shouldn't have to wait till their funeral to hear people say nice shit about them. Absolutely. It is not not conceited of you to want to hear that your loved ones care about you or to have your loved ones pour into you. Right. I believe your loved ones absolutely should pour into you and say how important you are to them and share memories with you while you're fucking alive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I do that with my friends and family all the time. Cause I think it's fun to reminisce again about where we were, who we were at that time with the, like wh- what people we were at that time together relationship wise and who mm-hmm. we are now. I think that's so fun and so amazing and just reflects on how great life is. Mm-hmm. Um, cause life can be very dark and very scary at times. So absolutely. And isolating. That- and isolate, especially now. So it was such an incredible birthday. And I just felt so much love and kindness from everybody there, even when people were like poking fun at me and, <laughs> and being mm-hmm. ridiculous. But there at one point, there was like 18 people there. That's a lot of people to have on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And that one person, I mean, you were there. It didn't seem awkward. No, it wasn't awkward. But I think... Um... I know you know this about yourself, but I think you sometimes don't give yourself enough credit in the sense of how great of a friend you are and how much love you pour into others. So we've had this conversation before mm-hmm. um, that when you love somebody, you love hard, like you give them your all. You're out here wringing the last drop out of the washcloth, you know? Um, there is nothing, you leave it all on the table all the time consistently for the people that you love and care about. And so if there was ever a point in time where someone had the opportunity, even if it was, I think it was, uh, I, I think I know who it was, but I'm not going to put her information out there. But even if, you know, you have to put your child down to bed so you can make sure you get there because you had other things going on at work today and you've had a pretty kind of rough go of it recently, but this is a person that you, loves you because you have loved them so hard. And of course, it, there's give and take in a relationship always. Sometimes it's 30-70. It's not always going to be 50-50. Uh, but you love so hard. It doesn't matter what I have to do to be there to support you, to show you love in such an easy way. Because you're not, you're an amazing, easy person to love. I'm sure there are difficult moments and there are things that go up and down in life. But it's not that difficult. You are who you are and you are absolutely loved. So I would find it a, I think you would find it hard to say that those people who were there to celebrate your life um, would have found it difficult to come together to give you your flowers while you were here or to just show you how much you were loved. Um, Because you're right. It's hard nowadays, 
it's not really common for people to kind of just pour into each other. They'll say, you know, you'll have some big celebrity pass away or someone prominent in the family and it kind of brings everyone together. It's like, yeah, we shouldn't have to do it just like this. But you actually go forward with kind of making it happen and saying, okay, let's get it done. And so it just happened to be your birthday. Um, but you are not a person who uh, kind of hinders your love or care for somebody. You're absolutely somebody um, who will kind of call a person out like, hey, actually, I don't know if that's really what you meant. Or maybe you're thinking this, like not in a jest or uh, to um, uh, contradict in a rude or mean way, but kind of to just gently like, hey, just want to open your mind. Um Maybe you mean something like this. Maybe this is an option. May I submit for your consideration that maybe you should kind of focus your perspective this way, um, but at the same time, loving them. At the base, your foundation, your common denominator is always out of love. Um, even in conversations that are challenging or hard, I don't think we've ever had something where it was... Uh, you hurt my feelings and it was because you were being mean just to be mean. It's always been out of love or, um, Hey, actually, I think this is what you meant. Or if I've done something in return, I would hope that you know that, uh, anything I've done to potentially hurt you, I am so deeply sorry, but I love you. Um, and just want what's best for you. So when we've had our conversations before, it's like, I think that you need to kind of like not give them your whole self, give them like, they don't deserve that much of you. Uh, give them, you know, maybe like 10%. And if they're worthy, then you might be able to bump them up to 20 or 30, depending upon what that looks like. But we've had that conversation mm -hmm. and you have ever so <laughs> gently and repeatedly yeah. told me, I hear you but that's not who I am. And I, I know this mm -hmm. latent in like a base level, but it's like, but they don't deserve you. So you shouldn't have to give them your all for you to get hurt because it doesn't make sense. And I don't want you to be hurt. Like just in my head, <laughs> this is my logic and this is how I protect you. But, you know, realizing yeah. at the end of the day, this is just who you are. And that is why people come. That is why they love on you. And so to think that they wouldn't have been there for any amount of time in my head is just preposterous short of them. Like, Oh, my internet went out because the tree fell down. Um, and my phone died. Like I couldn't imagine somebody <laughs> not being able to make that call and just celebrate your life and love on you. Well, I'm going to go cry, um, <laughs> and have a nice weep over my best friend pouring into me for a solid six and a half minutes straight. Um, it wasn't that, it wasn't like that. <laughs> No, it wasn't that, that I'm going to keep that on record on like a necklace and any time that I am forgetting who I am because you're, you know, you slip up. Sometimes I can just put it to my ear and be like, yeah, Siobhan, what else? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm a bad bitch. Um, right. So uh, let's just keep it moving because uh, that, that, what you just said just filled my heart with such joy. And Good. I want to thank you for being my best friend and pouring into me all the time. Even when moments when I'm like, you know, I need pouring into, but like, I don't verbalize it. You like know it. Um, time. Teenager. You. Te teenager. A, a fucking teenager. teenager. Um, but yeah, thank you. That's so like. I basically felt like I was at my birthday again. Um, it was my birthday. Heart, heart emoji. emoji. Hi. Um. So here we are, <laughs> mimosas with my besties. If you ever just want to um, 
uh, be poured into, uh, you can reach Siobhan at. No. <laughs> right. Come slide on over into the Mimosas uh, podcast realm. Sit on our couch. Let's talk. Let's, Let's talk. get to know you. Sip on our favorite beverages. Yeah. Um. So, again, this is going to be a chunky transition. Chunky and funky. <laughs> Speaking of love, we're so compatible (gasps) because of our astrology. Because, or maybe I don't remember all the things, but that's right. You're compatible. We are compatible. Right. We're able to be such besties because the things connecting. There's Um, the bridge. It might be tenuous or thready at best, but it's a bridge. We'll take it. And now we're on to the next one, Astrology Corner. Bing! How do you like that? <laughs> that reminds like me that. like a 90s, like a Zest uh, or like a Mentos commercial. Mentos. Mentos. <laughs> Astrology Corner. Ding! Like when you smile and you have like the ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the jingle I'm going to go with. That's going to be right. the... Uh... <laughs> Because usually astrology corner has the the rougher transitions. No, um, so we'll with astrology out. corner, we're going to talk about um, rising signs today. And again, as a reminder, your rising sign is on the eastern horizon at the moment and place of birth or the start of any event. So again, a birth chart. You can have a birth chart, by the way, for events. So if our events that start, like anything, um, but specifically we're talking about human birth charts uh the rising sign represents the part of you that you present to the world the part of you that you present to the world so siobhan and i are rising is siobhan's a virgo rising and i am a gemini rising and so a little cute thing about gemini rising people are highly social (laughs) no (laughs) Uh, but also the most chaotic of rising signs It's the twin thing. Is it the accuracy for me? Is it the accuracy (laughs) for me? It's the twin thing. Uh, Gemini Risings are endlessly curious and witty and a joy to to have around in a social environment. Mm -hmm. It's the accuracy for me. Uh, Their attention spans are are short. However, so expect them to... Expect them to fit to fit into the next thing very quickly so yeah other than my chunky transitions usually i could just go from one thing to the next um <laughs> this relentlessness gives them a nervous outer appearance at times as they are constantly fidgeting <sighs> so apparently between my adhd and my gemini rising i just need a fidget spinner constantly <sighs> fun fact other gemini rising people are bruce springsteen ricky martin and gene wilder and they were all, they're all Gemini Risings. Oh, wow. So Virgo Rising, <clears throat> Chauvin. Right. Let's listen. Virgo Rising people are the analysts and warriors of the Zodiac. So true. That is 110% right. With that um, sentence alone. <laughs> period. Yes. Period. Yes. Uh, they The tendency to overanalyze and seek perfection makes them anxiety prone, especially mm. if they aren't busy with projects and if they can't have everything in order that suits them. They mm. are usually neatly dressed and seem a little uptight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Um, Mercury is the ruler of Virgo. 
and the placement of Mercury and any planets close to the ascendant will modify the energy of the sign. So again, so that is just in general, but -hmm. again, any of the planets that are, you know, depending on where they are, the chart can alter that. Um, Let's see who, what famous people we got. So Woody Allen, Hugh Hefner, Oscar Wilde, and Betty Ford were all born with this Virgo rising sign. Uh, That's a lot of really interesting people. I was going to say that is an eclectic mix. Um, yeah. I don't know if I want to be one of the number, but no. <laughs> it is um, interesting to know that uh, you are not alone. Um, I would encourage everyone, if we haven't said it before, welcome to season three. It is okay to have therapy, to speak to someone, yep. to kind of let this ish out, especially in light of the vid. Um because she has been here and gotten real comfortable and sitting up in your living room. So you might as well be sitting on somebody else's couch and having a conversation about it. Uh, <laughs> Cause she has helped to, hopefully she has helped you to mature, to see who you really are, or at least get a glimpse of who you really are. Cause you don't have to be on at work or with Ooh. other people. Uh, and if you are not necessarily caring for who you may be by yourself, I would encourage you to talk to somebody. If you do notice some things and it's like, Oh, I never, that about myself feel free to talk about it uh close friends confidants but if you know about it you might need a little mental tune-up it is absolutely okay to talk to someone um about the things going on in your life especially in light of the vid whether that be your family um your animals work lack of work because that is also a thing uh your neighbors Mm -hmm. Because now you were home, you have time to yep. be looking out the blinds and you was just sick and tired of these people and they dog. Um, all the things. It is okay to talk to Why somebody about that. Truth? It is okay. I would like to mention what uh, information, I, the book I read from just now is The Complete Guide to Astrology, Understanding Yourself, Your Signs, and Your Birth Chart by Louise Eddington. And that was gifted to me by Amber. And we told that story in season two yes. about how she... She just smooth moved, dropped it off of my house <laughs> and just dropped it, like set off all my cameras, waved, and then just left. Like I a thought ninja. she was like a 12-year-old kid because she was just like a ninja. A ninja. In and out. Um, and in terms of the moon cycle, uh, April, so when this drops on April 4th, the moon is going to be in the last quarter and it's going to be in Capricorn. All right. So that's Astrology Corner. Um, do we have, again, I'm always going to end this. Do we have any other last thoughts, ideas, <laughs> questions, concerns <laughs> that we want to wrap up our first episode of season three with? I would like to, just for continuity's sake at this point, because what would oh, we be? Oh, man. Sorry. If we haven't. What would we be? Um, hashtag clamping. Um, clamping. Kind of fits hiking thing outdoor, but I just had to say it just so at minimum, it cannot be said that it wasn't mentioned uh, at this point. Um, But yeah, glamping. We have to go glamping. Um, The Sagittarius in my life, they are, um, them and their partner are going to go have a cat, like this cabin that's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And that they're just going to spend the weekend there because you know it's COVID safe, mm-hmm. um, and that's like the that's the vacation. Like for those of us, like myself and my Sagittarius bestie, um, looking forward to vacations, like and, and meet and seeing people and visiting these people get us through things. Mm-hmm. And that's what we haven't had for like a year. So this is the first like vacay they've had in 
how long mm-hmm. to look forward to. And that's hashtag glamping. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second you said that, I was like, oh, I kind of wish it would take me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to figure out a time, uh, especially because I am fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. um, to get together and go in a fucking cabin in the woods and we can shoot a podcast from the cabin in the not like the movie The Cabin in the Woods. I'm not fucking with that shit. I was going to say, let's not um, make it creepy, though, because... No, no, no. That. This is going to be nice. Mm-hmm. We'll have hiking... Sp- we'll have campfire... We'll have a campfire chat. We'll make it a campfire chat. So in the background, it'll be like straight ASMR status <laughs> with a creakling. Like a, a crickling? A creakling? A treakling? Right. I don't know what word I want to say. Crackling. Mm-hmm. That's the word. A crackling fire in the background. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll hear random... Well, uh, also... <laughs> hashtag whole different things it's like oh you hear the crickets which led me to remember this is the year of cicadas folks um be careful be prepare yourself now buy your little earbud things or get invest in some noise canceling headphones use some of that money from papa joe grandpa joe um because i can only imagine what this is going to sound like if you're talking about oh yeah it's going to start from the south and just I can the wave of noise uh, for the country. Not in the mood. So we're talking about massive cicada action. Millions. These th- like it's going to be like the lake. Are you kidding? Me? Why is it happening? Is it the weather? It's the seventeenth years. The every seventeen years they're emerging this year. Oh, it's the cycle. Yeah, oh, it's a thing. God. They'll be there. Well, they're back. Good luck, South. I think right. they're back. Um. I hope the the North usually doesn't get as hit. So sorry, yeah. Mid Atlantic, yeah. Um, not for wow. Yeah, get your head, get your headphones, earphones, whatever right. noise blocking things you need because those cicadas are gonna be loud. Yeah. It's one thing to hear them in the summertime. It's like, what is that? And not really understand, but to realize that there is a chorus that will go. I don't know what their lifespan is. Is this the year they're just out for like? Um, bumping bug uglies so they can make new babies for (laughs) like i don't know but um not looking forward to it but kind of fascinated at the same time um let's let's see what let's see what 2021 has to bring for us i am so excited that we are back for season three i am looking forward to and excited for what we all have in store for the uh I want to say the cast because I don't want to call it the potty uh, as in podcast um, for our, <laughs> our cast family. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see. Um, and we're going to bring on guests. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have like a third person on my other besties, mm-hmm. you know, close people in my life, people I specifically call my best friends, mm-hmm. people who are, you know, really close in my life. We're going to bring some people, most people you've met because you've been in my life long enough, maybe a couple people you haven't, mm-hmm. um, but definitely bring them on to talk on topics that they are interested in. Yep. And then also we're going to take them on. I, I told every single person that I've, I've talked to that I've contacted to do this strap in the ride. <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk. You're going to speak on your topic. We're going to talk on your topic. But I'm going to guarantee you those um, tangents are going to be real sharp. Yeah. So prepare for the whiplash. And then, but all of them are my best friends or close friends. So they're like, and why is that any different from any other conversation that I have with you? And I was like, exactly. Right. 
Exactly. Right. So uh, that's what, so looking forward into season three, that's what we, we got for you. Uh, podcast fam right. is uh, a couple of, uh, a few episodes with guests and then Siobhan and I hanging out and then a few episodes with guests. So we hope that you um, stay with us. Um, we're so happy for um, season three to be here. Yes. That came up super quick. It does. It does. And if our fans uh, have any topics that they think we might be interested in, that w- might will be something we would consider. Um, and we might actually talk about a topic you will provide to us. The email address that you can um, send those topics to are is mimosa besties podcast at gmail.com. That's a single mimosa because apparently I wasn't trying to be bottomless. <laughs> That's mimosa besties podcast at gmail.com. Um, and at our discretion, we will, you know, use your suggestions. But again, thank you for joining us for our podcast. Yes, thank you. We hope that you laughed with us and in some way, shape or form enjoyed yourself. We would love, again, to interact with our listeners via our social media accounts. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast on Twitter at mimosas underscore besties and on Facebook. We are, uh, you can search Mimosas with my besties podcast. Uh, we hope that you have the best day that you possibly can have. We are so excited again to start season three and stay hydrated. Bye. Toodles.